Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today has starred in Sideshow, Beautiful, and Kinky Boots. Say hello to Delaney Westfall. What was it like performing in a show that was created by two legends, Harvey Firestein and Cindy Lauper? Amazing. <laughs> I mean, um, I was able to close the, or, well, I, I was able to do it when, um, Stark and Billy came back for three months and we had, obviously, cause they're legends. We had some really cool parties and I did get to meet Harvey and Cindy and it was really awesome. And I mean, I think a lot of times celebrities will put their name to a show, you know, they'll, they'll either write the lyrics or the music or whatever. But I think this was like the best, one of the best examples of that. Mm-hmm. They're both so unbelievably talented and what they created is so special, I think. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Did you get to spend a lot of time with Harvey and Cindy, like in your rehearsal process and just throughout your experience with Kinky Boots? Usually with replacements, which is what I was, there's not a whole lot of... Um, time with the creators mm-hmm. I, you know I, I did get to meet them at a couple parties and chat with them and um and then at the closing night party I talked to them again and my mom got to meet Cindy which was a big deal for her but I mean I didn't spend a whole lot of time when we're setting the show it's usually when you're a replacement it's the dance captain and then it's the associate director um obviously in the auditions it was it was Jerry the director who, uh, you know, the final audition, it was him. And, and he did get to watch me and, and gave me some notes. But like, mm-hmm. other than that, it's kind of, it's kind of the uh, associates and the dance captains that you work most with. When mm-hmm. And the role of Lauren was played by so many cool people, like just over the course of its Broadway run. So I was wondering who are some of your favorite Laurens from Kinky Boots? All of them. <laughs> um, I never saw myself as a Lauren. And so when I first saw the show, I saw it with Haven Burton, who's a friend of mine that I'm obsessed with. And she's so unbelievably talented. And and she's such a good person to mm-hmm. know anything about her. If you like read up on her, if you get a chance to meet her, you will understand what I mean. But um, they, I, I just didn't see myself as that role. And so I, I mean, I idolize these women, but just for the, the fact that they were funny and, and they're, their type was different than mine. So it wasn't like I dreamed of being them. But then when I, you know, and it, when I got the first callback for Lauren, or even when I got the audition for it, I was like, wait, what? Cause I had asked, you know, a year before that I had asked to be seen for Nicola because I figured that was more my type. Mm-hmm. And I think I had one audition. It was a, it was a self tape cause I was on tour at the time. Didn't even get a call back and I was really bummed. And then when they called me in for Lauren, I was like, wait a minute, this is totally me. I mean, it's, it's just me as a, as a person rather than like the typecast that people have put me in, which yeah. is like the, maybe like the, the mean girl or the, just the Nicola type, I guess. So it was really refreshing to be able to bring out my inner freak, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, so, so with these women, it, it became more of like a tangible thing of like, no, I, I can be like these amazing women that I've, that I've always mm-hmm. uh, idolized. And Annalie Ashford, she is just the best ever. I mean, her career has taken this amazing turn with TV and, mm-hmm. and obviously she's 
I'm sure she will continue doing musical theater, but she came and saw me and Sweeney Todd and she was just so nice. <laughs> she was so sweet. And, and, um, who, I mean, who else have I like met? Gina DeWall is super sweet. She came a couple of times while we were finishing up the run or when I was finishing up my run. And then Taylor's a friend of mine and I, I took over for her. And love so Taylor. She's amazing. I love uh, Taylor. She wrote me like when I interviewed her, she wrote me like a little note and I look at it every day when I do my homework. Oh my gosh. She wrote me like a little like postcard. Yeah, that's awesome. She's the best. She's I mean, the best. I So I trailed her backstage and I learned the show from her and she, I mean. She said it was um, her favorite role, one of her favorite roles she's ever played was playing Lauren in Kinky Boots. I bet. It's just the most fun ever. And you just, I mean, it's kind of a princess track in the way that you sing one big song and then people love you and then, you know, you do, you kind of sit in the background for the rest of the show, but then you come out for that bow and they're like, oh yeah, we love her. Mm-hmm. In that way, it's just so fun. And so, like, just like a breeze kind of, because mm-hmm. you just get to do that one fun song. But Did it take you a while to find Lauren within you? Um, no, not really. And that was the fun discovery that I made was that I, I don't have to be this, this mold that people have kind of put me in. And even my, my college professors and stuff, when I, when I was singing the song, even for the first time, I was like, wait a minute, this is, uh, this feels right. Yeah. (laughs) Because I, I mean, like, if you like see me at like a club or like a a dance party or something, Mm -hmm. I am like twerking my heart out and I'm like just being weird yeah whatever comes to me and I like I was it was really nice to embrace that side of myself and just like let it run free when I was playing Lauren yeah what did you love most about playing Lauren and Kiki Bits um again just being able to be myself and playing a role where I didn't have to try that hard to act because I was just, and also this is huge. Um, and I talk about this a lot is that I love drag queens. I'm like, me too. Drag race fan. And so when I got to be up close, especially, I mean, like obviously working with Billy Porter was a dream. Oh yeah. Was Jay Harrison. And when I got to sit and like, when we first go to the, the nightclub and we're watching, you know, Lola dance, and I'm sitting there, I was like, this is not acting. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these these drag queens, and so that was a really, really fun aspect of playing Lauren. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to, like, a full-on, like, drag show, but due to COVID, I haven't been sure. able to. Sure. I, oh my gosh, I frequent them often, because it just gives me so much life. So, besides Kinky Boots, let's talk a little beautiful. So, how much of Carol King's story did you know before beginning, like, working on Beautiful? Like, did you know anything prior to even your first, like, audition, your first, like, asked to audition for this? or Not much. I, obviously, I knew the name. Um, but it, it's kind of funny because when I first heard about the, the musical Beautiful, um, I think it was, there was some other show that was up for the Tony or that was in that season. It might have been Bridges, which is funny because my boyfriend now, he was in that cast and I, I obviously didn't know him at the time. Yeah. But I was obsessed with that show. I think it is the most beautiful score, one of the most beautiful scores in a long time. But I was so mad that the show Beautiful won the Tony 
and I hadn't seen it, but I was so mad. I was like, what could this even be about? And then I went and my jaw was on the board the whole time. And I was like, okay, okay, I get it. But it, I mean, even watching the show, I guess, was when I became fully educated because all these songs, you're like, no, no, no. There's no way she could have written that. There's no way she wrote that. That's, yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I haven't seen Beautiful yet because it was, it was like before my love, my love for musical theater really truly like began but i remember uh hearing them songs on the soundtrack i'm like there's this is what yeah it's crazy um so that was kind of when i was like wow this this is legit this is the real thing and i'm a fan but then when i got the audition um i mean throughout the whole rehearsal process it was just more and more discovery of of the type of woman she was and what she had to go through and Mm -hmm. I mean such an inspiration and I mean she's such a hero of mine now that I fully understand the impact she made on 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 music especially with like females in music and oh for sure did you ever see Carol King's uh when she got uh inducted into the Kennedy Center Honors did you watch that whole thing Yes. It was amazing. I've seen it like 10,000 times at this point. And then when Aretha walks out and Carol just starts crying, I'm just like, okay, priceless. Yeah, it's so special. I literally have chills thinking about it. <laughs> oh, I, me too. And I'm wearing a sweatshirt and I still get the chills. <laughs> Who were some of the Carols you got to work with? Um, so my first Carol on tour was Abby Mueller. Ooh. Who is... Good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then who took over? Julia Nitel took over for her. And I only got to do it with Julia for like three months, but she's so amazing. I mean, she blows me away every time I see her do something new because she's just so, she's such a chameleon and she's she's so well-versed and like versatile and, and she can really fit in. Because when you look at her, she's not necessarily the type that you would think of for Carol King, but then you hear her sing and you watch her act and you, it does not matter at all. Mm-hmm. She just becomes Carol King. Um, and then one of my best friends um, was the understudy, and her name is Sarah Bockel, and then she was able to come and do it on Broadway, and she actually closed it on Broadway. She's just the best person ever. And I've, he- I've heard of her because I've interviewed Elena Ricardo. Mm-hmm. Her in- her, yeah. uh, her interview is coming, f- coming out in a few weeks. She's not like on my website yet or anything, but she will once her interview comes out. And uh, she told me all about her- Sarah Bockel. She's the best. I mean, we we were on tour together the whole time, and we just got so super close, and we got to go on together. And then when she took over on Broadway, it was like just so well deserved because she's the best person, and she's so talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say is the hardest part about being in a musical based on a real life iconic human being? Um, especially with this story, because it's sensitive material you know it it talks I mean it it faces her divorce and it faces her you know raising her kids by herself and and all this stuff and so it I think I know there's a story about how she she didn't want to be involved for a long time because it was hard to revisit those Mm -hmm. memories and stuff but she has she did come a couple times and, and I did get a meter and um she is very proud of how it was portrayed and she even said that actually when she came out on tour to um she's surprised i mean she i guess she what she does is she enters the back of the theater and she wears a wig so nobody recognizes her and mm. then she comes after the show she'll come up on stage and she 
we were standing on stage. We didn't know why, because we didn't know if she was there. It was after the show, and nobody told us what was happening. We were there for like 20 minutes, and then she comes out, and apparently she had to fix her hair because the wig had messed up her hair, <laughs> which is so funny and so cute. But she, uh, one of the things she said to us was that um, it was, I have the quote on my Instagram because it was so special, but it was something like, you've really done me justice. You've done me proud or something. And that's was, all, That's amazing. That's like the biggest stamp of approval. Of course. Yeah. What are some of your personal favorite Carol King songs? Um, everybody's favorite. Oh, no, you know what? My favorite from the show is Beautiful. Um, if you know, the, I mean, the lyrics are just like a mantra that you should tell yourself every day. You got to get up every morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. Mm-hmm. It's just, I've kind of carried that with me since I heard it. And I just think it's really special. All the music is amazing, but that one too, it's, it's like an upbeat and it's, it's, is a really positive affirmation of a song. If you could play Jeannie, Carol, or Cynthia full time, which one of those would you play? Cynthia. Shout out to Carol Lindsay. Yeah, she's the best. She's, she's the best. best. I, she was my first Glinda. Oh my gosh. She was my first Glinda, and Caroline Bowman was my first Alphabet, speaking of Nicola. Wow. What's my work? At my first Broadway show ever. That is so cool. And I've met them both, and I've interviewed them both, and I love them both. What an incredible first time, too, because, I mean, everybody's amazing that's been cast in that show, but those are two very special, special actresses. And I told Kara, I'm like, you're like a real-life Glinda in terms of bubbliness and happiness. Yep, totally. (laughs) She's like, seriously, I don't really view myself like that. I'm like, Kara, you're so just a joy, you're like a joy of a person. You don't think yourself like that? She's like, uh, I'm like, Kara silly yeah would you ever want to do another jukebox musical if so whose life would you like to bring to the stage wow um yeah i think i mean if it's if it's the right person if it's the right style of music um you know i uh, i think it's it's i've been on my mind because it's been talked about and it's probably happening the bombshell musical um, I mean, Marilyn Monroe has always been an idol of mine, and I, I love that style of music, like mm-hmm. a more jazz, sultry sound is something that I really love to do. So I guess that would be something. I don't know that that's not really necessary. I don't know, actually, if it's a jukebox. I didn't watch enough of Smash to know if, if they used her songs. I'm pretty sure it's mostly original music, but if they did an actual jukebox musical of Marilyn Monroe's songs, I think that would be really fun. Yeah. And the choreography... If only Fosse was alive to choreograph that. I know. That would be just like a Marilyn Monroe with Fosse choreography. I mean, it would not get any better. Yes. At all. Like, like it would not be any... Like, Tony's... Sorry, Hamilton. You're about to get beat down. <laughs> what movie musical that hasn't been on Broadway yet would you like to see brought to the stage or revived or if, it, if it has been on Broadway? Hmm been talking about a lot of them what movie musical would you like to see brought to the stage or revived yeah um i mean everybody's talking about this but a revival of legally blonde would be really fun everybody wants it everybody would love it oh that'd be awesome 
certainly, I do think that that should be made into a movie musical. Oh, like, yeah. It would do so the, well. Right? They did the, the MTV thing years and years ago, which is what made me fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it would do really well if they, like, just did the musical as a movie. I've never thought about that. I think that would be really, really great. Yeah. It would be That's awesome. Fun. They'd be bending and snapping all the way to the top of the box office. <laughs> there you go. I just made that up off the top of my head. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, what do you miss about performing for people? Everything. I was thinking about it yesterday. I, so I'm home right now visiting my family, and we went up to where I went to college, and we drove around some of the um, community theaters that I performed at when I was in college, and it just made me miss it so much. And it was this particular theater that I worked at. It's called the Hale Center Theater in Orem, Utah. And it's so small. I mean, it's a it's a theater and around, but it's like 10 by 10. So it oh, wow, tiny. that's tiny. And that's where I did Xanadu. So I was on roller skates in 10 by 10, on a 10 by 10 stage. But it was just the best. I mean, and everybody will tell you that. I mean, like community theater is just the best ever. Mm-hmm. And it, it instilled in me my, my passion, my love and my drive and and I, it just really made me miss performing and, and just being in front of an audience and, and sharing with them. And yeah, I really hope it comes back soon. <laughs> me too. I, I've been having musical theater withdraw for totally. a very long time. Would you ever want to go back out on tour? It would have to be the right show. Um, I, you know, I don't want to leave my boyfriend. We have a dog and he's the best and I don't want to leave him. So it would have to, it would really have to be the right job and the right tour if I were to do that. What Broadway show is on the top of your viewing list once it is safe to see shows again? Huh. Um, I cannot wait to see, probably Caroline or Change. I have never seen it. I've only heard some of the music and heard of the, of the show and of the story. And I know that I need that in my life. Um, probably that and Company. I didn't get to see that I think those are the two that I'm most excited to see who are some of your dream co-stars I've never been asked that before um well I have to say my boyfriend because he's very talented and we've never done a show together his name's Charlie Franklin um I don't know what I mean we've talked about certain shows that we could do together one of them being um, He Loves Me because he played that in college. I think he played it in college and mm-hmm. that's what I've always wanted to play. Um, but in terms of other co-stars, I mean, it's hard because I just want to say like my friends. Yeah. <laughs> be the most fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just stick with, with Charlie. That would be really awesome. I just saw his name on something. Like my parents are, what's something that makes you laugh? Um, my dog and my boyfriend right now, especially because they're like the only constant, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, memes, um, (laughs) the internet in general, TikTok, Bernie Sanders and his mittens, that's uh, top of my list right now, probably. (laughs) Yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, this is, this is, it was hilarious. Now it's all over everywhere. 
it i am amazed at how far it has gone and i don't think it's like anywhere near stopping it's crazy it's crazy but it's hilarious yes because it's just him sitting there yeah he's not doing anything like special he's just sitting there but people are dying over it what's your guilty pleasure Love Island. Ooh. The UK Love Island. It's so bad. If anyone hears this and has seen it, they will fully understand. You don't ever want to admit that you watch Love Island, but you love that you watch Love Island. <laughs> if you know anything about it, it's kind of like Bachelor in Paradise. I've heard of it. They have Love Island in the US, which I haven't watched because I was told that you have to watch the UK version. And it is just the trashiest of trash but it knows that it's trash. Is it worse but than the Kardashians? I'm not a big Kardashian. Same. I haven't watched a Kardashian. But it's a little bit more, I mean, it's not so much like you're following someone's life. It's more that you're, you know, these hot people are put on this island in this, like, beautiful villa. And then they have to pair up right away. And then you can choose someone else that comes in the villa if you like them more. And then you, like, leave your other person. Yeah. And then it's just like really sexual and like gross and these people are probably wonderful people but they are not necessarily showcased super wonderfully yeah but it is so entertaining and the biggest thing is their accents because they're from all over the uk and so i love british accents yes you have you have like you know all over england but then you also have ireland and you have scotland and you have love it i need to watch this show you, ha- it, you have to. I need to. It kind of sounds like X on the Beach minus the X part. Maybe. I've never watched X on the Beach, but... It, it's it's it's, it's just like that, except for you don't see your ex. Oh. It's like you can... It's like, are you just getting your own feeling, like, old feelings for your ex, or do you find someone new and, you know... Interesting. Yeah, there have been, like, a couple seasons where somebody's ex will be, like, the newest Islander, and you're like, ooh, mm-hmm. what's but it's it's really good bad TV. Yeah. What was the last show you saw prior to shutdown? It would have been Tina. I saw it the day before the shutdown. Actually, I saw their last performance. I think. Did I? Oh no! I just, my cousin went and I just picked him up afterwards. What was the last show I saw? I would probably have to look at my look at my like pictures. It might have been. I mean, I saw Mean Girls somewhat recently, which, R.I.P. So I know. I did a whole week of podcasts dedicated to the Mean Girls. That's how I met Taylor. Yeah. And that is awesome. Let me just check really fast, because it'll be in my pictures. It would have been, what even year is it? Okay. We're in 2000? So it would be like March 2020. Yeah. March 2020. You see... March. Okay. What would I have seen? I s- Might have been Tina, actually, but like <coughs> weeks before, I hadn't seen a show in a long time. Yeah, I think it was Tina. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait for you to see I, it. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. It's so special. I can't wait, like, to see it. I've listened to the soundtrack a thousand backwards and forwards already a thousand times, but. No, you know what it was? It was Dear Evan Hansen on February 19th. I saw Dear Evan Hansen. One of my best friends is Zach Pizer. He was on as Evan. He was, well, he's the alternate. And so he was on as Evan. 
and it was life-changing and I cried the whole time. I, so I was supposed to see that last April on tour, on the, the touring cast. I've never seen it before. I was supposed to see it in April, but due to Corona, it wasn't, it did not come. It was supposed to come in July, th- this July. They just announced last week through Broadway in Detroit that it's now coming and f- I have to wait another 14 months after its original date and see it in the fall of 2022 and Ain't Too Proud is coming instead. Oh man. Ain't Too Proud's great too though. Dang, that's a bummer. But you'll be able to see it, and it will be just as special and just as great when you do get to see it. I'm so the Tina and Dear Evan Hansen are like on my list, my top two right now. Awesome. Even though yeah. I should probably have seen Dear Evan Hansen already because it's been on Broadway for years, but I just haven't. It's okay. Just because okay. Disney sort of like drags me in when I'm in New York, it's like come see me, come see me, come see me. It's like one of those like things. Yep. 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 So I like pick I tend to pick Disney musicals over like the real the really good stuff that I know I should be seeing. Yeah. But it's like Disney. Oh yeah. What are you looking forward to doing the most when COVID is over with? Um hanging out with friends without masks on. Same. Um live theater, live music. As much as I do miss seeing Broadway shows. I also really miss just like going to a, a bar that, that has live music and just listening, especially jazz music. I miss going to concerts. I haven't been to yeah. a concert in a hot minute. The last concert I saw before shut down was Celine Dion. Oh my gosh. That's a great one though. That'll hold you over for a while. Yeah. Oh um, I, I, weirdly, I don't miss New York all that much. I, you know, I'll be going back and I'll live there for a while. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm meant for small towns and and yards and cars and grocery mm-hmm. stores that I can drive to. And I just, I really love that aspect of not being in the city. Yeah. Uh, but it will be nice. It will be nice to feel that energy again, just the energy of the city and to. Oh, same. I agree. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. Once again, I've been speaking with Delaney Westfall from Beautiful, Sideshow, and Kinky Boots on Broadway. I will see you all on my next episode where I am chatting with Robin Masella, Broadway star from Frozen, Cats, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.